Welcome everyone to the very latest Bolt from the Blue podcast. Now it's been a while, been a while since we've been on. That's my fault because it's just crazy at work at the moment. But listen, guys, you will be excited to know that we've got the two guys uh, have been on this endeavor with me for about the last five years. And the first one is Bernard Deneen. Bernard, how are you doing? I think I did an odd one, didn't I? And then obviously uh, you dragged me screaming and trying <laughs> to get away back home once all your good, all your decent guys had gone. You, you're left with me, so uh, I'm sorry about that to all the listeners. Oh my gosh, Bernard! It must, it must be, uh, it must be at least three years, anyway. Um, well, all right, yeah, but um, two years because but, uh, two years. He yeah. joined the season with, with Colin, and Colin didn't do last season. So Bernard joined in, All right? And then we, we basically, when Colin left, we needed an old miserable git. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah but what's this All right. Well, guys? is that the name of a new uh, burger chain? Two guys. Why didn't you just call it Two Bob? <laughs> exactly. But one person who has been definitely here for five or six years is uh, is Ray. Ray, how are you doing? I'm alright. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm doing very well, mate. I'm doing very well. Uh, I mean, I, actually, I'm going to ask for your passport. Well, listeners, seeing as he's laying in bed at the moment, I would doubt <laughs> that very much. No, no, I'm going to ask for your passport, Mike, because I spend more time in Northern Ireland than you do. So I think we should, I should <laughs> take your Northern Ireland citizenship because I'm, I'm, a, I'm a local now. I'm a local. Well, guys, listen, we've got um, quite a lot to catch up with. Um, we're not going to spend too much on the on the previous games, as as we agreed. But we can at least uh, begin by talking about the most recent game. Which one are we talking? We're talking of Nottingham Forest, here, are we? We're not going to talk yeah. about. Rodgers we're talking yet, about. Or... We're talking about Nottingham Forest, and we're <laughs> talking about that lineup. Yeah, um, I think most people would have got this. Actually, I. I, I got one wrong, so I was a total disappointment. I had Aki in, obviously, but Gavardi all started the game. Uh, but I think I saw a couple of, I know the Manchini News do a thing, don't they, the lineups, and they, they were spot on with theirs. So uh, this was the lineup anyway Edison Walker, Diaz Kanji, Gavardi, Rodri, Nunes, Alvarez, Foden. Goku and Haaland, and yeah, just looking at it, I mean, I say there's the bench doesn't look overly impressive. I haven't got it written down before me here, but uh, I think that was about the strongest we we could have gone. What did you think, Ray? It's interesting. It looks like Aki's the one who's missing out. It'll be either Aki or Kanji missing out regularly. I think uh, when we're full strength, if Pep plays far at the back, I'm thinking it's gonna be Walker, Stones, uh, Diaz, and Gradiol. Um, that's my feeling. And if we play three at the back, I reckon it might be Gvardiol, Diaz and Stones. So, I th well, if John Stones ever gets uh, fit again. But it, I think that's that, that's interesting because Aki was brilliant last season. And to see him, um, you know, dropping down the pecking order is a bit, a bit disappointing. Well, that, that was interesting, Ray, because you didn't really mention a Kanji then, did you? He, he was He's the mainstay in defence, certainly was last yeah. season. Yeah, I mean, but I, I think when when we go when we full, uh, full strength, I think Kanji will be dropped. I, I can't see John Stones not coming back in some capacity. And if you bring John Stones back, you either play John Stones at right back, then a Kanji, Diaz, and Vardiol. Yeah, that's the only other way to do it. Mm -hmm. And John Stones to midfield. So, but it's it, well, 
as I said, let let the fella get a fit first and get back <laughs> available for selection, and then uh, we'll decide. But it's, it's it's interesting, and the rest of the team, I said it, we said it before, I said it to Bernard uh, a few days ago. It picks itself, really. You can't argue about Foden; he's he's in good form. You can't argue about Alvarez; he's got a lot of goals and a lot of assists. You're not going to drop Haaland or Rodri. Um, Alv, you know, Alvarez, everybody's all the attacking players are scoring goals, getting assists, looking good. Doku, I mean, you know, the guys fitted in so well. So, um, you know, he's only played what three games and, and he looks very well suited for this team. Um, he offers us so much. So, I think this at, at last we've almost got a Settled side, partly because of the injuries we've got, but it's almost a settled side. Well, Bernard, what do you reckon about this, um, Mr. Vario at um, uh, at left back? He seems to be um, pretty much an ever present there. I mean, what what what's your view on how he's performed? Yeah, I mean, a couple of games ago when when he, he produced he produced the goods, uh, as Ray mentioned there, and I personally, on my little thing, said that uh, Aki's going to struggle because uh, Vario has suddenly come into this team and he just looks as though he's been there. Uh, uh, for, you know, these new players we've got, and none of them are bedding in, are they? They're all sort of hitting the hitting the, the pitch running and, and doing very, very well. And it, it's great to see him. Vario uh, just looks as though he's been there you know, for two, three seasons, there's no year, there's no 12-month wait factor, uh, by the, you know, that even Nunes, to some extent, to a lesser extent, he's not played as much. Doku, again, of course, Kovacic. I mean, they've all hit the ground running and it's great for us. As I say, there's no bedding in period, but obviously players like, uh, as we mentioned, Naki and, of course, Akanji now are uh, looking over the shoulders and that that's a good thing. Of course, it's a good thing to have people uh, fighting for the place. It's Grealish is looking over his shoulder, obviously, with, with what's happening up front as well. So, yeah, Guardiol, uh, very impressed. I, I thought he was our star man yesterday against Forrest. I, I think the defence generally, I know Foden got it, didn't he, the man of the match but mm. from City. But I, but I had to go to one of the defenders, I thought. And I thought, Gvardiol, even in the first half, when, when it wasn't so exciting, uh, I thought he was standing out. I thought he was our best player on the pitch. Well, I've got a question to ask to ask of uh, um, Ray, because, Ray, I got all of my, all of my uh, friends giving me pelters because I made a controversial comment. And I said that, isn't that what, uh, Grealish was bought to do what Doku is doing, and uh, you told me to stick to my guns, and I'm trying to stick to my guns. But my goodness, I got pelters for that, Ray. What do you think about that one? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I was bloody right, you know. Um, and you, 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 you were backing out once everybody, everybody <laughs> was criticizing you. You apologized for your, uh, for your foolishness. And I said no. I, no. I did. I cowardly backed out, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. You, you got a yellow yeah, you, want to, you want to go and get, see the wizard and get a bit of a bit more courage, mate. That's the problem. <laughs> Needs spine. But, need, but, but what was I? Was I wrong, guys? Was I wrong? That's the I'm, thing. I'm going to say you need to go to a library to get a spine. Um, but <laughs> but you 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 were wrong to back out because you know the first asser assertion was correct. You know, Grealish was an exciting player at Villa. We brought him here, and Pep himself has said this season. Pep has said he's not brilliant in the final third. Everything else he does is what Pep wants, but he's not brilliant in the final third. And you need somebody. 
Doku is not doing what Grealish was was bought to do exactly because Grealish hasn't got the pace. But we were expecting Grealish to score goals, get assists, control games. And he, I don't think, I've, I've said it for, for a long while, I think he's failed to do that far too often. Uh, with the chances he's got, he's not put enough of them away. Um, and Doku is a breath of fresh air. Uh, I think I said uh, to, to Bernard in a, in a previous video that it's horses for courses. Sometimes Grealish will play. He's got that ability like yesterday when he came on to hold that ball, keep that ball, dribble a little bit, but kind of go sideways. Don't go anywhere, but waste basically waste time on the ball and then get fouled. Um, that wastes a lot more time. Doku is just a different kind of play. He's just so direct. You know, he either goes for it or passes the ball back. Uh, and the fact he goes for it and he gets it, you know, most of the time I think he goes for a dribble, he's successful. You don't try and dribble past two or three that are, you know, priding you out. If there's one man, waste him. If there's two men, pass it back and wait for your opportunity. And it's it's just, it's very very simple and it's working, so yeah he's having a, he's a, he's having a great time. He must think this Premier League stuff is dead easy because <laughs> he's had three games. He's he's looked he look, he's looked the business in everything. Well, Bernard, I, I guess the the reason why I backtracked a little bit was because they were all on to me very very quickly and saying, "Have you not seen how um, Grealish defends?" And also, do you not understand? What, what what Pep is, tr uh, uh, is telling him to do. And I'm going, kind of, yeah, but I just remember the Grealish of Aston Villa and I'm thinking that that's what he should be doing. I mean, I, I, am I completely crazy about that? Well, the problem is, Mike, if you said it 12 months ago, they would have all been supporting you. Uh, but obviously <laughs> you made a, a bit of error of judgment now, mate. You've, we've moved on. Uh, he's, now, he's now the new... You know, he's got his old fanboys now. He's the new Mares in the city camp. Is the guy that everyone uh, sticks up for. I'll stick up for him, of course. Well, I mean, uh, it's only you know. To me, I like Grealish. Of course, I like Grealish. But yes, he's he didn't in all the games he's played. Very rarely has he done what Doku's accomplished in in you know less than a handful of games. As, as Ray said, three games or whatever it's been. Probably, uh, I think it might include the Champions League in that as well as an extra one. Well, mm. no, I think you've just misjudged. Just you must misjudge the uh, audience, mate. That, that's all you've done at this point in time. <laughs> I, I didn't read the room. Perhaps worded right. it slightly better and be a bit, a bit as derogative, but not not slightly worded it like you did. Just altered it very slight. Little tweak, little tweak. You would have been all right. Get your PR man <laughs> sorted out. He's obviously not doing a great job there for you. Well, well, listen. Um, let's let's go to uh, Ray for this one. Uh, Ray, we do still seem to be going a goal down at half time. Um, that's that seems to be a thing. I'm not exactly sure what you think about that. Well, not in this game. So, well, a man down, <laughs> not a goal down. <laughs> well, a goal down. Not, not 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 in this game, but I mean, in the in last game, yeah, uh, in other couple, games, in other games, we've we've you know um, we've. Unfortunately, let goals in. We've played six games now. I think we let three goals in, and they've all been a bit sloppy. Um, so it was important that you know to get back into the habit of keeping a clean sheet. You know, and we'll talk about that. How that clean sheet was uh, honoured and maintained by Edison's uh, late save, fantastic, world class save, world class save. Even Bernard won't have got that. 
in his in his heyday, eating nestled in the onion bag. But uh, no, it's it's good. It's good we kept a clean sheet. Um, you know, hundred uh, percent record, only team um, in the Premier League. Listen, team. mate, if, if Onana can keep a clean sheet, I'm not going to brag about our clean sheets. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Oh, it's not Onana. It's Onono. Uh, after what he did in the midweek against Bayern Munich, oh well. I mean, look, I'm, I'm going to digress here, but United, they just keep giving us a chance to laugh at them, don't they? I mean, they just mess up again and again and again. Why didn't they buy Harry Kane? Harry Kane should have offered Levy 120 million. Harry Kane just got a hat trick for Bayern Munich. Um, they, you know, they should have got a top class striker. Um, they didn't need to waste their money on on the keeper. They should have kept De Gea for another year and spent the money. Uh, instead of getting this, uh, you know, Haaland Mark Three, uh, you know, uh, poor man's Haaland, Hoyland. Instead of buying him, they should have put pumped the money in and either got Victor Osimhen or Harry Kane, and I think they'd be in a much better, stronger position. But hey, you know, as long as they keep me, uh, giving us an opportunity to laugh at them, well, why should we stop? Yeah, uh, uh, Bernard. One, one thing I, I actually do have. Well, one Manchester United fan on uh, Bolt from the Blue. And um, he's talking about the fact that it's pissing down. It's pissing down out of the um, out, out of the roofs. I mean, would that not be the first thing that you would do if you were bloody good owners is, like, fix up the pitch? Well, no, because we, what will we have to sing about? I mean, we sing, we, we gladly sing a song about the pissing down roof now, don't we? So, I mean, you know, as Ray said, it just gives us more ammunition. We don't, we don't want owners who actually do a proper job. And at the moment, uh, they seem to back the manager. Uh, they're picking the wrong manager, unfortunately, and they've got no plans. It's as simple. They've got no plans for the stadium. They've got no plans for the team. They're, they're just a laughing stock at the moment. And long, long as Ray, Ray said there, as long may it continue. Well, um, Ray, it was 2-0, um, but um, people were making comparisons between Rodri's sending off and the sending off of Virgil van Dijk. But as I pointed out, uh, and I got pelters for this as well, um, when Virgil van Dijk got his um, red card, he got up and um, yelled like really, really awful abuse at, uh, at the referee. And that's why... Uh, that he got um, uh, extra sort of uh, points for that, but um, I, I don't know, Ray. I mean, yeah, hands on the hands on the player. I, I'm not sure that's a complete red card. I mean, what what do you think? Put his hands on his neck, even briefly, um, and he give uh, the referee the chance um, to make a decision against him. You know, if he hadn't put his hands on him. Uh, around his, I think it was it was the fact that Rodri put his hands around the fellow's neck, and that's it. The fellow went down like a sack of spuds. That that was annoying. Um, but it's inter- I know I know we've missed the goals out, but it's interesting to see what Pep said after the game because Pep wasn't happy. He said, "Look, Rodri needs to learn. He'll learn." You know, he's not said it shouldn't have been a red card. He said it should have been a red card, but he's not happy, and I think quite rightly so. Forrest got seven yellow cards. Especially in the second half, they came out to annoy City and frustrate us, and and you know, yeah, brasses off with their fouls. And you know, Rodri was gives what had already pushed him in the back once, knocked him down, uh, and that should have been given a, <clears throat> as a free kick to City. 
and then uh, he, we got the ball back and he, he pushed in Rodri in the back again and Rodri just lost his rag. You know, it's very unlike him, very uncharacteristic. Um, and you know, you'd have thought when the first time they pushed each other or heads to head, um, that they just stop it and walk away. But he decided to, you know, carry on. Um, I'm really surprised and disappointed with with Rodri for that. And now he's he's banned for three games. And you might say, well, the Newcastle game, he wasn't going to play anyway in the in the League Cup. Uh, the Wolves game. We should be beating Wolves without him, but his third ban, third game that he's banned for is is, is Arsenal. And that's terrible for, for City. And I read somewhere that City's midfield from last last season, treble winning midfield, was Rodri. Well, he's he's um, you know he's he's suspended. Uh, KDB he's injured, and Gundogan he's left. So we're like a shadow. We're going to go into that Arsenal game as shadow of a of the midfield and everybody else is going to step up. Well, uh, Bernard, um, uh, two questions for you. I mean, are you kind of secretly glad that um, uh, Rodri has got a, a little bit of a break? And also, um, I guess, um, he was uh, Pep was comparing that to um, Kyle Walker sending off like um, a while ago, and he, he seemed uh, pretty pissed off about that. I think he's a right to be. I mean, I didn't applaud him off the pitch. A lot around me did, and we were singing, obviously, the Rodri song. Uh, but I was absolutely, absolutely gutted. Um, I was, you know, not particularly for the Forest game. I thought, obviously, Forest, perhaps, you know, we could. I wasn't particularly uh, excited by the way Pep played the game after we went down to ten men, but it worked. So I can't, I can't be too picky about it. But yeah, I mean, obviously. Pep made a point of not looking at him as he was walking over the pitch to go off. I noticed he was doing other things, so he didn't have to look at him. And then as Rodri passed him, was going down the tunnel. That's when he sort of stared at him. He's, he's, uh, Pep, for a, for a sort of the manager he is, I don't, I don't think he likes that much confrontation with his players. He doesn't want to let them know on, in that aspect what, what he feels. And obviously he'll do it in private, but... Uh, yeah, I was gutted. I was really gutted. And what Ray pointed out there, what annoyed me more about the sending off is, all right, you don't give Anthony Taylor any excuse uh, to do the dirty on you, because he will, because he wants to be the centre of attention, and that's the sort of referee he is. But what annoyed me more, is, and Ray sort of intimated at it there, was it, it, it kicked off, and then it sort of calmed down a little bit, and then it kicked back off again. But it was on the right back. Where was Walker? Walker should have been going across there. He's the captain. He should be going across and making a bigger, a big. you know, I blame Rodri totally, but Walker should have been across there pulling him away once that first confrontation was made. And he wasn't quick enough. You know, he's, a, he's our club captain. Uh, if I'd have been the club, you know, if I was a keeper there in that position, Edison obviously could have run across it. It wouldn't have got to that stage where he away. wrapped hold of his neck. And that, that's what annoyed me more as well. Just just the fact, not just because Rodri's an idiot, which he is, uh, and as, as Ray said, it could, you know, we've just gone six games, uh, wins, and now he's put at jeopardy uh, a couple of league games now by being absolutely stupid and, and daft. But, uh, yeah, I do a little bit of blame for, for, for Walker as well as the club captain that he... He's not expected to, you know, to to do everything for Rodri, but it should have been a lot across a lot quicker for me. And uh, obviously, Rodri now is going to get a three game rest. I said on Twitter before, if it had been any other player, he would probably got six, seven, eight, nine game rest because that's what Pep does. Because he wasn't happy, but obviously it's Rodri, so he's a little bit different to that. He'll probably just serve his three games and be back. What do you think, Ray? 
yeah, I mean, we're going to miss him. He, he, look, he was, but the thing is, he wasn't going to play against Newcastle anyway, so he'd have had a little bit of a rest. He, yes, he does need a rest, but Pep keeps playing him. Um, and now this enforced rest, well, you know, there's no choice. There's nothing else you can do. Uh, I don't think City can appeal this red card. There's, there's no point because, uh, you know, he's had his hands on his throat, even though the other guy's gone down. And to be honest, look, let's be honest. The other guy should have got sent off as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, obviously this he's play acting, and that's what he's done. He's deliberately uh, made the most of it. He's got booked, so they can't do anything about it, can they? Once he's been booked, they can't. Yeah. But the thing is, if, if if he'd stood up, if he hadn't gone down like that, I I think it's a yellow card apiece. Same as um, Edison had a tete-a-tete -tete with uh, mm. one of their players as well. They both ended up getting uh, yellow cards. I thought Edison was going to nut him. <laughs> uh, I, did, I, I thought he was going to just oh, but you don't need to nut somebody with a lot of force all Edison had to do was lower his head a little bit because it was forehead yeah. against forehead and catch him gently in the face and he'd have been sent off I mean, yeah. I, don't, oh, yeah, I, don't, I mean it's true it's true I mean if that player had gone down in the same way you old uh, you know that he'd been hit by like uh, a knockout punch from Tyson Fury that Gibbs White guy if he'd gone like you know in that, they say the Edison incident. Yes, he were head to head, and it only took a little nudge and for that guy to fall down, and uh, we could have lost our goalkeeper as well. Ray, uh, how do you feel? Uh, what confidence do you feel about maybe Calvin Phillips or maybe Mateus uh, Nunes uh, fitting in for Rodri in the meantime? Yeah, no one's a patch on Rodri. I mean, you've had some, albeit thick or um, Arsenal fans. Daring to say that Declan Rice is is better than Rodri, and that's that's. I know. Oh, shut up! Yeah, I mean, that, that's that's tantamount to being blasphemous. That <laughs> Rod, Rodri, no, Rodri is that good. He's that good. But the thing is, it's only Arsenal fans. Most um, neutrals, all the pundits are saying Rodri is probably the best DM in the world right now. It's all the Arsenal fans who have got a, a you know dissenting view. Um, so no, nah, Rodri's. We're going to miss him. We're going to miss him. He's an ass. He deserves to get, to get slapped around for this. He's apologised to everybody, which is fair dues. But as Pep said, Pep, Pep got a yellow card because he was complaining about a, a foul on Haaland that wasn't carded earlier in the game. And Pep said, Pep can get a yellow, but Rodri cannot get a red. And that's it. We've got to keep our cool. And, you know, if we don't beat Arsenal... Then everybody will be sitting around and say it's it's because Rodri wasn't there. It is what it is now. Other people will have to step up, and we've got the we've got the personnel to do that. You know, um, Grealish didn't start, so he he can um, come back. Calvin Phillips, maybe Kovacic is back for the Wolves game. Maybe he goes in there. Maybe John Stones is back. You know, you could have a two DMs of John Stones and Kovacic. Who knows? We've got. Cover, but it ain't Rodri. Uh, uh, Bernard, let me uh, ask you this question: What, what do you make of uh, Mateus Nunes uh, in his um, brief role so far? Because I've, I, I, I did dig back into our records, and uh, myself, yourself, and um, uh, we did talk about the possibility of him being signed. A long time ago, but now, now it's happened. And um, what do you, what do you make of him, Burn? Well, it's early days, of course, but I, I think he's doing exactly what Pet wants him to do, and that's brilliant. Uh, yesterday, you know, Ray mentioned, of course, a cover 
where Rodri, the cover, Chichits and Stones is. But even even Nunes was doing that, you know, doing a sort of role there in the middle of the pitch as well. I mean, he, you know, obviously in that second half, uh, for me, the only, only player who probably wasn't at it was Walker. Uh, defensively, the midfielders, uh, to some extent, Harlan was a bit exposed up top, but... Uh, Nunes was was key. It was key in that second half. Like, you know, he, he ran his socks off. He's a fit lad. I don't know what sort of kilometers he ran in the game, but hey, he, he's doing exactly. He said he's straight into this team. He's doing exactly what Pep Pep asked of him. He's not again, as I said earlier on. There's no bedding in time by the looks of it for, for Nunes. He's he's been playing in the Premier League and he's just uh, just carried on from where he left off for Wolves, but even better. As I say, Wolves were expecting better from him this season. Fortunately, it looks as though it's, we're going to be the beneficiaries of that uh, better noon, as I, I've been quite impressed. Well, Ray, it was 2-0. We are top of the table, just like Larn are top of the table. Mike, the difference is... <laughs> no, no, you, you're going to go on onto some obscure Irish league Thinking, <laughs> no, you think you can get away with that? If Linfield win their game in hand, they go top, Mike. That's different. From they City. did. They they actually did. Yeah. Well, there you go. And nobody can catch City uh, right now. Everybody's played the same number of games apart from a couple of teams at the bottom, Burnley and Luton. And uh, yes, yeah, so City are comfortably well, not comfortably. We're, we're was it a couple of points clear? Yeah, we're clear um, at the top of the table. So uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's good for us. Well, let's let's ask the the two guys um, one uh, special question. I mean, um, is uh, Erling Haaland being very unlucky uh, because he's hit the bar? He's like stroked them wide. He's he's looked awesome, but they're not going in for him, Bernard, are they? No, I wouldn't say he's lots awesome. <laughs> I, 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 I would. I, I think. I think he's been amazing. I was. I was hoping he'd get pulled off yesterday and uh, he'd leave Doku up top because at least Doku Doku would have a chance of actually holding onto the ball and taking people on. Alan uh, was uh, did he work very hard? Don't get me wrong. Uh, in the second half yesterday, but. Uh, uh, all credit to him for his goal. That was a superb goal. But you could see, even even as he rose to head it, you just you just knew that was going to hit the back of the net. Just head it back towards the way it came, and the goal he's got no chance. And but of course, it was slightly more difficult in a couple of games before that, where he hit the bar with the head and stuff like that. Uh, perhaps he could have made it three 0 at one time, but again, he didn't sort his legs out enough, did he? When Aki broke through in the second half and had a superb cross. Uh, and Harlan, for some reason, just looked as though he's, he's, he was in the wrong, slightly wrong place. But he had a bit of time to see what was happening. So I can't, I don't understand why that happened. But uh, yeah, I think I think Harlan's doing what he needs to do. Of course, um, people have been criticising him. Of course, yeah, but he knows himself. He should be. He should have scored more goals in the last three games uh, than he has. It's as simple as that. And hopefully, and he knows it. And hopefully, and as Pep has intimated, he'll he'll remedy that. You'll remedy that in the games to come. So, you know, fingers crossed uh, is right. And there's no reason to think he isn't. Well, let's, let's go back just for um, a short time for the game against. The, uh, it was quite interesting for me because um, instead of saying their proper name, uh, everyone, every journalist was like putting their uh, no, yeah. but, no, but no, or something like that. It wasn't like um, we, we played Red Star Belgrade. You just sorry, Red, 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 Red Star Belgrade. I yeah. beg your pardon. Red, 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 and, uh, 
Bernard knows that how to pronounce their name. Well, I'll give up on it now. Horrendous <laughs> events, though. Yeah. Yeah. No, they were translating that all over the place. Is that a sign of wokeness? Or what? What the hell is that? Well, I don't know. Is it? Is it like having a dog on your trophy thing on your team squad? I don't know. I don't. Is it something to do with some uh, charity or? Uh, perhaps it's something no, political, obviously, we're not aware of, but uh, no, this, it's, this it's like is. the new camp is the Camp New now and stuff like the Camp New is now I, new I, camp. I, I mean, it's one of them, isn't it? It's a nothing, it doesn't matter. Only yeah, it's not political, there's nothing to do with borders no. or politicalness, no. is it? Any, political. Anybody who's, who complains about the use of either or, 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 or uh, the, all you can say is criticize people for mispronouncing it badly like I've just done, but calling it one or the other, it's no big deal. Red Star Belgrade is the anglicised version. Fine, you can use either. It's, it's, people getting the knickers in a twist over nothing. It's like Ajax, isn't it? We used to call them Ajax, and they're Ajax now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I was just thinking of, um, you remember the time that everyone used to say Kiev, but now it's Kiev. Key here, key um, here. Yeah, I, yeah, no, it, it, it's sweet chicken keefs for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go. Let's go back to that game a little bit. Um, uh, Ray, what do you think about uh, Alvarez? Um, what well, uh, do you see him as a um, uh, a false nine or a he's, right winger? What do you think? He's bloody marvelous. He's bloody marvelous, Alvarez. The thing is. I, I thought um, I, I was a bit worried about him. Even though he's, he's, he did decent numbers last year, he wasn't getting in many starts, I don't think. He, um, and I was a little bit concerned. You hear some stories in, in, in the newspapers, but I think journalists were just putting two and two together to make five to say the guy wasn't happy and so-and-so were interested in buying him for 50 million quid. Well, you knew as soon as someone said 50 million quid, they were taking the piss. And it was just a made-up story because there's no way you could get Alvarez for 50 million quid. You know, you're looking at 80 to 100 million quid for Alvarez now. He's 21 years old. That's it. Um, and he's scoring a ton of goals, getting a ton of assists, working hard. Uh, he, I think if we needed him to, we can play him anywhere up across the front um, three. So he could play as a, a striker on his own if Haaland's not around. That's what he does for Argentina. He can play behind him. He can play on the right. He can play on the left. I think he can go into, you know, like an advanced advanced midfield position. I think he's versatile, and that's kind of when you look at the kind of players Pep gets now. Versatile, Gavardiol, left back, left centre back. Nunes, Matheus Nunes, he's been playing like an attacking midfield, or he can play. I think it's a DM. I don't think it's an issue there. Everybody okay. we're getting Kovacic can play. I think we'll find out soon as a DM or as an attacking midfielder. So it's like everybody we get. Doku, we haven't seen... Doku's played both wings so far in his City career. And I actually think, you know, we could, if we were pushed, play him as an attacking midfielder. Or as mm -hmm. uh, as uh, up, up top on his own. Because I think he's going to cause a lot, lot of teams a lot of problems. Yeah, um, Bernard, what do you reckon of this young uh, fellow? He's obviously won everything in the game. Fresh-faced uh, young guy uh, seems to be uh, slightly uh, less uh, than um, than Erling Haaland in in the pecking order, but he, he's very impressive. 
Yeah, he's a young lad, isn't he? I mean, just think of the potential there still. I mean, he's, he's at the very start of his career, even though he's won everything, which, is, as Ray pointed out, he has won everything. But what, what an opportunity. And he seems to play very, very well with Mr Foden, who we think should always be one of the first names on the team sheet for City. And Pep said he was virtually undroppable, didn't he, after the um, Red Star game so you know obviously he said nice things about Rodri and that ended up uh, a bit of a disaster afterwards but uh, no Alvarez what a, what a player what a, what a what a what a guy to have for a lot of years to come hopefully and you know he won't he won't want to go to the bright lights anymore he'll stay with us you know we're, we're the bright lights now aren't we it's what else what what can other teams offer what he can't get from us at the moment uh, no it's fantastic and he, exactly. he's, he's, he's just so 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 adaptable uh, and that's what Pep wants, as, as Ray said. He's forgot. He's flexible. He, look, um, he's got the opportunity. A lot of clubs could look at him and say, "Right, we want him up top." And he could. He, I think if he looks in the Premier League, there's probably a, more than a dozen teams, in, or probably fourteen or fifteen, he could just walk in and be their main striker. But for now, why would you do that? Why would you go and, str- and play? In it, uh, your first choice starts in your favoured position in a struggling side or a team that's fighting to get into the cha- Champions League spots. Why would you do it when you're 21 years old? R- you know, you're, you're much in the city for two or three seasons, winning a bundle, uh, stack load of trophies, and then deciding to move on. Get your trophies in early because you never know what's going to happen with your career. He, he's done that now. Look, I think he's probably very happy to play anywhere in this city side because it's the best side in the world. Uh, Ray, one one um, little barb that someone uh, shot at me, I think it was Mark Goldbridge, was, um, you don't know your back four. You don't know your settled back four. Um, <laughs> is, that, is that a criticism? Mark Goldbridge can do one. You know, he, you know we, we, who cares what other people say? And if he was a City fan, I might listen to his opinion before slagging him off. But why would you listen to him? The guy's an ass, a grade one ass. He's, he's, not, he's not worth wasting our time over what, he's, what his opinions are. Um, focus, you know, we, to answer it anyway, you know, he doesn't deserve the, an answer. But we have basically, for the time being, got two, got three players settled. And that's Gvardiol. That's Walker and Ruben Diaz. And at the moment, Akina can just play in the last spot. But who cares? You know, is that some, you can't use it as a stick to beat us with. Have they got nothing else to, to talk about? That, that they bring this up, or you don't know your back, settle back for, but who cares? They don't. I mean, Raphael Varane. <laughs> That's true. Okay, here you go. Raphael Varane, um, French defender. Has he won the. Uh, World Cup can't remember now um, he doesn't get in and Johnny Evans starts so Raphael you've got Raphael Varane on the bench Lindelof and Evans starting for United so don't tell me any you know come in and criticise City go look at United what, what a mess they are what they're doing let us focus on little old City Bernard what, what is your favourite City back for <laughs> whatever <laughs> 
<laughs> I could I could talk, uh, you know, the Tommy Boobs, the George Eslops, you Mike Doyles, you Dave Watsons. I could I could talk about Tony Books, Limpardos. I could talk back fours forever, mate. But at this point, in time, no. I but I mean, I mean, the 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 current the current back four yeah, actually. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I think Ray touched upon it before. Of course, uh, the, the Kanji is the one that last year was was one of the first names on the sheet, and now with Gavardiol suddenly. Coming into the into the reckoning at the back, uh, you know, you you sort of moving players along, and, and Aki, who was one of the first players on the team sheet, suddenly isn't uh, guaranteed to start in that back four, and that's how we've never really had a even even going back before Pep. I mean, we had we kept getting that many in. I mean, Company was uh was destined to be play every game, but unfortunately he didn't because he got injured all the time. So have we ever had a real settled back four anyway? We just pep just adjusts it as and when we need to. It's as simple as that. It's, I don't think it's that important. Uh, we've got the we've got the capability, we've got the players there to play across that back four. So as I say, I, I'm not going to say this is our best back four because, because it, there's so many things can change. Well, Ray, uh, let's uh, talk a little bit about Calvin Phillips. Obviously, when uh, Rodri was sent off, that was um, uh, the other option. Did did you uh, were were you impressed at all? I'm not sure. It, look, the bottom line, <coughs> excuse me, the bottom line is he did what he had to do. I think that's how I look at it. Yeah, the, you know, it was. I wouldn't say it was a back to the wall game, but. You know, the second half performance after Rodri got sent off, we had to defend. Uh, Calvin Phillips defended. Well, what do you want? You know, did it, we didn't concede. He didn't shine. People wanted to criticise him. But what was his job? His job was to protect the back four. You know, we were so, so, psychologically, I think Pep did the right thing. He had to put Phillips in. As soon as Rodri went off that pitch, psychologically, for the benefit of Calvin himself, never mind, all right, hopefully for the team as well, Pep had to show faith in uh, in Phillips and play him. Unfortunately, everything worked, even though we had a hairy 15, 20 minutes straight after the, straight after the sending off, I think we sort of knocked all the stuffing out of him, fight out of him by about the last 10 or 15, 20 minutes with injury time. But, uh, you know, we, it was backs to the wall. It, it, it was awful. But Calvin Phillips was sent in there and um, it wasn't perfect by any means. But I think from a psychological point of view, Pep was totally right in putting him in. Uh, and, of course, uh, he, he played his part. Mm-hmm. Ray, Ray, one person that has impressed me a little bit, not particularly this game, but the one before, uh, Sergio Gomez. Um, he's uh, he's um, risen to the risen to the the plinth, uh, uh, as as you would say. He's putting in some um, nice uh, crosses. Have you have you um, updated your opinion about him at all? No. No. <laughs> he deserves a chance. He deserves a second season. I said that last season. You know, so many of these big mouths, uh, big accounts on on social media criticised him. You know, um, and said he wasn't uh, ever going to be good enough to be. But you know, he's twenty two years old or something. And we saw in the summer playing for the in the in the Euros for for Spain in the under twenty one Euros. He was another. He was bloody marvelous. He got the three goals. He's a joint top scorer. He looked very different and much more threatening in that second position. We saw in the two games off the top of it that he's played, he came on against Fulham and he provided 
uh, the pass for Harling's uh, hat trick, final goal, and that was uh, really well played by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, against Red Star, first half I think he played really well. He put a lot of dangerous crosses in, a lot of whip on them. Second half I think he dropped to him. Pep pulled him off after about fifteen minutes, but um, no, he, he certainly um, uh, looks like the kind of player you think we we we'd have bought. You know, you don't. We don't make mistakes. We don't buy players that are, and that don't fit in or are not right. Um, and uh, I think he'll prove uh, prove us right again. Yeah, guys, just to go back and uh, correct that, it, it was Red Star Belgrade um, that we were talking about. But um, going over to Bernard, um, Rolls. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, Bernard, um, were you were you a little bit impressed as I was with them, Sergio Gomez, or did you not think that there was that much in it? Yeah, he's a City fan, playing the dream, living the dream, playing for his club, mate. He, don't forget, he, he was in Pet's bad books uh, for getting sent off, wasn't he? He didn't play for he didn't play for like six months once he got sent off in that game last was it last season the Champions League? Um, so he's come back, he's bounced back. He had a great close season as race that they're playing for the under 21s under 23s whichever they are these, these days and against red star he, he could have easily had one or two assists with the guys you know people like Ireland had been on the ball and, and put the ball in the flipping net he, he could have had a couple of assists as well he was he was brilliant the first half he was whipping those crosses in i thought i thought Kolarov was back the way he was whipping him into that into that front and back post uh, it was brilliant and then he did fade out a little bit but no defensive wise yes uh, we've got big big question marks against uh, mr gomez but i think with Guardiola and Aki, i don't think that's a problem now anyway i think we're going to use him more in a forward thinking formation or obviously is uh, overlapping left backs right backs formation so I, I, it was great. It was great against uh, uh, old uh, Belgrade, Red Star Belgrade. I was going to say Red Bull then. You started me off, Mike, against uh, Red I Star. Know, I know. Uh, yeah, I was glad for it. I'm happy for him. I'm happy for him because he didn't have a great... He's not had a great time so far, has he? So uh, uh, I'm glad it worked out okay. Well, let's ask Ray uh, one thing because everyone wants us to talk about this guy is uh, Doku, and uh, uh, he used to play for Wren, obviously, so um, Ray knows a bit about him. Um, uh, how, how impressed are you with him? I mean, what, 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 are, what are your first impressions, or are you surprised at all about this? Because there was that famous quote by uh, Thierry Henry that says that when you get one-on-one -on -one with uh, Doku, you just have to pray. Yeah. Um, uh, that, that was... Um, Possibly a little bit hyperbolic, but um, what 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 are your views, Ray? My views, I said before he, he came when we were we were strongly linked with him that he would uh, create problems for Jack Grealish because from what I'd seen, he had obviously pace to burn, uh, good dribbler. You know, he had uh, I think the third highest successful dribbles in the top five European leagues, and he's he was playing in it, and that's you know the top five leagues, look at them all together. And he was playing in a league that had Lionel Messi and Neymar in it, and Mbappe. And he was outshining some of those guys. So um, I thought he'd come and do well. He's probably surpassed my expectations. I also thought that Pep would, uh, with George Maddock, coach some uh, flair out of him. 
Pep is singing his praises. He's saying, you know, uh, that he's making the right decisions. Um, he's exciting. He's he's fast. He's got the pace. We haven't had this since uh, Sane and Sterling. And uh, yeah, Doku has impressed me. The way he's, like Bernard said earlier, all the new players are just slotted in. Like they've been here for a while. And uh, maybe, maybe we're getting even better with our recruitment and we're getting players who can just basically walk into the team and it, you think they've been here two or three years. So Doku excites me, gets me off my uh, seat. I want to see what he's up to. Um, and I, I'll mention it again. One-on-one, -on -one, no one can uh, hold him back. One-on-one. -on -one. He's got too much trickery, too much pace. Two-on-one, -on -one, he passes the ball back or sideways. That's it. It's like, you know, you. it, it was going to be one of these tree diagrams, but there's only two choices. Uh, one man on, take him on. Two men on, pass it away. And that's it. That's all he tends to do. Um, so, yeah, I think he's going to get a good number of goals this season and a, a decent number of assists. Yeah, yeah, Bernard, I was just wanted to ask your opinion about this because um, very famously, you know, I've always been a huge supporter of Kavarts Kellia, that guy from uh, Napoli, and Ray came out with that priceless quote that said that, um, don't worry, um, Pep will coach all of that out of him, you know, all of, the, all of that tricky wing play. But um, he doesn't seem to be um, that concerned with coaching that all out of uh, Doku. I mean, well, what do you think so far? I think he's, he's allowing for the fact that he seems a quite an intelligent player. As Ray said, he knows when, when to take people on. He knows when not to take people on. Uh, even defensively, we, we sort of laughed about saying about Grealish before doing stuff defensively. Even Doku was doing that sort of stuff uh, yesterday defensively when, when we needed it. But for a young lad, for me, he looks intelligent and that, that'll suit Pep. And that's probably why Pep's given, a, given him a little bit more of his own his head as well because he can rely on him uh, to do the right things, uh, um, all right. He's not. It's not always going to come off. He's occasionally going to run into a dead end, uh, etc., or run the ball out or mistime something. But uh, you think back. We've not talked about the West Ham game, of course, where I thought City was superb against a very good West Ham team. Certainly in the second half, not so much the first half when we couldn't hit a barn door. But again, you know that that goal was stunning. That that you know, how, how long is it since we've seen something like that? You know, I mean, it just reminded reminded of the old Jack Grealish for Aston Villa that that goal. Um, you know, but uh, yeah, he's intelligent. I think that's that's the difference. I, I think that's the difference, perhaps, between him and some other current City players. He, of course, if you're talking people like Pat Palmer, uh, he, he wanted to take about three or four on every time and obviously lose the thing or, or whatever. But uh, Pep didn't want that. That's probably why he's no longer with us. And uh, I think Doku is, is is brilliant. I just think he, again, uh, as as with all the four new players, they're doing more or less what Pep wants and he's not having to to sort of coach and coach and coach him. They're, they're very clever players. Well, Ray, I am. Um, we we should just talk just for a minute about the West Ham game. Obviously, I set you up with my mate Jim Salverson. Did you enjoy that? Yeah, it was good. I spotted a couple of West Ham fans um, before before that that West Ham game. Is Jim is obviously a um, uh, BBC uh, presenter. Yeah. Uh, he knows his onions, and um, he had some. Um, I, I didn't sense a, an enormous amount of optimism from him in your interview, but, no, but um, he, he was... Um, 
their optimism was that they wouldn't get beat. They wouldn't get smashed out of the park. And that was a good result for them. So they didn't, and so they were happy. I'm uh, not happy to lose, but happy not to get battered. Because yeah, and City have been known to batter West Ham from time to time in the last few years. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, Bernard, happy enough with our position in the league and and the way things are going? Absolutely, mate. Obviously, we always seem to stumble across something that leaves us on a bit of a downer. Obviously, losing Kevin and then obviously people like Kovacic dropping out, stuff like this. And now we've got the Rodri problem. We always, like anything, Pep, Pep's done it in the past. He sort of tended to go into games and by his team formations and his team picks, he's as though sometimes in big games he's put one arm behind his back. But this time it's it's the players... Uh, not through any fault of themselves with KDB particularly letting him down by being injured but uh, people like Rodri uh, of course it's the international break isn't it after that Arsenal game so I really do want to go into that international break top of the league but we've made it a little bit harder now but uh, we can only be happy can't we uh, I believe the last two or three games uh, I think City have started to play very very well uh, the last two or three I think we were a bit hit and miss certainly for the first five or six games um, as I say this Rodri thing is just mm, sort of enthusiasm a little bit because of stupidity but uh, yeah we've got to be happy haven't we we've got to be happy how things are going and uh, if we get to the Arsenal game and we've got a full squad apart from Rodri and KDB I think we'll uh, you know they only drew at home again today against uh, the mighty Spurs so yeah, I can, I can see us getting at least a draw. Why not nick another winner? I mean, if, if, if we can keep everyone fit between between now and then and just go into that without KDB and uh, and Rodgers. Well, uh, Ray, um, I, I haven't really been keeping up to date with um, the the most recent... I was going to say, before we move on, Mike, at least talk... Yeah. Uh, unless, unless I fell asleep, can we talk about the goals we scored? Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. Right. Be nice. Uh, Foden scored. Um, we had was it a forty-six uh, pass move that it's a it's the most passes we've done at City that's led to a goal in the Premier League. Yeah, that's a bit gutted though. We could have just knocked it on a couple of more times to do better than Tottenham. I mean, who the hell, how the hell could Tottenham hold the record? I mean, I don't believe that for one one minute. I'd love to see that game. I bet it was all. It's the goalie to his defenders of the first forty passes, and the rest the rest <laughs> was something upfield. But no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. But, Ford, I've got to mention Ford, and he's on fire. I think he's, you know, he's playing really well. He scored a good goal. It's first goal of the season, um, but it's just the way he he just so effortlessly gets the ball and uh, on the half turn, and he's gone. And players are, he are always seemingly on the wrong side. He's he's playing between the lines. I mean, we, we, like Bernard said, we are playing some tr- incredible football right now. Rodri, he's. He's another one. I mean, if you saw the the, the pass that he made to uh, Walker from from the left hand side of the pitch to the right hand right wing, basically that's where Walker turned up, and he knocked it back uh, for for Foden to smash home. But I mean, Rodri. I mean, you know, there's not many d- defensive midfielders who would do that kind of pass that Rodri's put in there, and, and there's so many. Ray, do you, do, you, do you think that Pep has actually said to Rodri, I want you to shoot on sight? No, I don't think so. Rodri does like a shot from outside the box. But, you know, we've got, I think at the moment right now, in, in terms of our attacking players, 
Doku's playing well. Uh, Rodri's been brilliant. Foden's playing really well. Alvarez is playing well. Uh, Bernardo was playing well. He's injured now. Um, Nunes and Kovacic was playing really well. Nunes has come on and um, he, like Bernard said, he's just slotted in. Slotted in as if he's been playing here for a couple of years. Um, and he's, you know, so that that's all pretty good for us. And it's just, just a, a shame that, you know, we've lost Rodri now. But as I said, Grealish has come back. It won't be long before Stones is back. It won't be long before Kovacic is back. And then in a couple of weeks, Bernardo will be back. So we'll be almost at full strength. And once we get past Arsenal, hopefully, it'll only be KDB injured. So slowly but... Bernard, did, did you did you realise that there was one name that uh, Ray didn't mention there, which no, was the um, Erling Haaland? was it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the old big Lubbock, I don't think Ray mentioned that. I obviously, obviously forgot, because uh, obviously he scored plenty of goals. Is it seven? Seven he's got, is Eight. it? So, Oh, is it eight? Oh, eight. Yeah, he's, he's top, top he's of the top of the. Uh... Well. Yeah, I mean, just just take us back to that goal. If you were like me behind the goal watching it, I mean, when when it fell to Walker, the first thing I thought he was going to do was shoot. I've never in <laughs> wildest dreams imagined he was going to superbly uh, sort of shield uh, cushion it back to fold and uh, I just I just saw glory in his eyes so that was that was outstanding from Walker it, it totally feel totally filled me it probably filled the goalkeeper as well putting it back to Foden and what have I been saying for the last three or four games Foden needs to get back on that training pitch and practice his shooting and I believe Pep's been having words with him and he sort of kept that ball down superbly with that goal and uh, Good to see that they're listening to Bolt from the Blue Phil. He's been been doing his doing his own work. <laughs> so, and of course, if we're going to talk the second goal, I think we mentioned it earlier, didn't we? Um, I think uh, Nunes' involvement in that wasn't a Nunes and Folding involvement again. Um, and as I said, the perfect the perfect textbook header from Harlem, which is what we expect. And you've not quite seen it all the time, but that, it was a perfect goal. At 2-0 with 14 minutes gone, you know, I thought it's going to be another 6-0 of this, but uh, little did we know the excitement that was to follow. The thing is, I will say, when Harlan, I don't think Harlan's playing fantastically at the moment. Just wait till he is. He's got eight goal, goals in six games. Just wait till he's on fire. Uh, and you know it'll, it'll be an incredible season once he starts clicking. Um, he had another good chance late on um, the second half where he volleyed it over. Yeah, that the Aki cross wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. it was really poor. Uh, you know, was it really in a good position? I mean, we've talked about him getting his getting his feet mixed up, haven't we? And sort of not being. And it, the, the Aki cross, it was a cracking cross, but I, I just thought he had time to set himself and he, he just still couldn't yeah. set himself properly. Yeah. yeah. Well, guys, if, if you if you can be as athletic as uh, Erling Haaland with um, some of these um, moves that he makes, I, I think that you should be kind of... Yeah, I think you remember, uh, Mike, when he first came, I, I was sort of saying he tries to overcomplicate it sometimes. He tries to make it look more spectacular. Yeah. And that Aki one, I think if he just just done natural and met it properly with his, even with his head, perhaps uh, rather than his, than his his volley, I think I think he always tries to make it look 
better. And I think that's the, the trap he fell in at the start. And I think if he's trying too hard, I think that's what he does. He just wants to just uh, be his natural self and just side foot it into the goal. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to look spectacular early. And just, just side foot it nicely into the goal. That'll do. All right, guys. Well, well, as we come to the end, let me just um, uh, try to ask this question again where I was drowsily interrupted by uh, Ray. Um, guys, um, the other results, uh, the results around us, has there been anything, uh, Bernard, that's um, interested you? We're talking about... Arsenal, Liverpool, Chelsea, Brighton, uh, these kinds of uh, games. Uh, has anything, um, you know, t uh, piqued your fancy about any of these games? No, it's interesting. Uh, obviously, Newcastle have hit a little bit of form before we play them, although I expect to see two totally changed teams come Wednesday night, which is the Carabao Cup third round, of course. Uh, an 8 0 win away at Sheffield United, even better than what we managed. So, yeah, that was impressive. I was quite happy. Uh, I'll leave two or three of these to Ray. I was quite happy with the an Arsenal Tottenham draw. That'll do for me because they're, they're both up there banging away, aren't they? Brighton, who obviously we play very, very soon, don't we? After the international break, you know, if we're still top after Arsenal. We've got uh, we've got Brighton to to visit us, and and they obviously uh, made the most of it today. But uh, I think I'll let Ray talk about the other couple of things like Everton and United. Let him have a quick word about those yep mm -hmm. United well Wolves, Ray yeah. one of the one of the one of the interesting things Ray is on talk sport I don't know if you I know you hate that but um, they are actually um, talking up Liverpool as Man City's main chal challengers uh, this season well, I don't know what you think about that what me and Ray have said we, we said that at the start of the season Arsenal yeah. wouldn't be the main challenger it'd be Liverpool yeah, the thing is, mm -hmm. I mean, the the way that Liverpool have, I mean, they've had a bundle of luck this season. You know, against Newcastle, Newcastle right. winning one nil on top. They get someone sent off, and uh, Liverpool did actually get someone sent off, and Newcastle end up somehow losing. There's been a couple of games like that where Liverpool have come back to win, and then um, they do it again today against West Ham, where I mean, a combination of there's certainly. A, Lots of luck involved and some dubious officiating. There was a, a nailed, and trust me, when I say nailed on, it was a nailed on penalty. West Ham didn't get it. And you would just, and people all over social media asking, why not? What? You know, and people, the answer is, it's at Anfield. Do you really think you're going to get a penalty at Anfield? No matter what you do, you know, um, you could take out a a stick and start beating a, a player in the box, <laughs> really. and you still wouldn't get a penalty if you're a if you're Liverpool. Uh, uh, you know, Liverpool can go and do that. Sorry, um, so it, you know, I've heard people talk about corruption and this and that. I wouldn't go as far as that, but it's not. These officials are not so inept that they make these bad, some terrible decisions. There's something else going on, and I think. You know, there's, no, there's only two things that are left. One is a psychological thing where you side with the bigger club and one is you're cheating. Take your pick. Take your pick. Mm -hmm. It is, you know, everybody's got an opinion. And my opinion is I just can't believe that they can keep getting these simple decisions wrong. Mm -hmm. um, Bernard, any dark horses that you can see maybe Aston Villa? 
Well, well they've certainly, you know, they've come back to the form. We, we thought, you know, obviously we're a bit shocked, weren't we, that first game of the season, but it's a long time ago now, isn't it? They've uh, just looking at the table now, just getting it up now. I mean, obviously Aston Villa is sitting there at six at the moment. Um, yeah, I mean, dark, Brighton a third. I mean, that's tremendous, but we, we expected that. I think we expected Brighton to be up there. Uh, they've only had one blemish on the season so far. And uh, yeah, there's, if you look at the top, top six, all right, we're comfortable two points ahead. But uh, no, it's it's very interesting. Dark horses, no, no, it's only us. It's only going to be the main guys to win the league. But uh, yeah, I think Brighton top four, why not? And it'll, that'll shove someone else out of the action, won't it? And uh, I think Aston Villa will say a chance of a top six. But uh, yeah. Uh, United, well, we, we won't say too much. They, they got a, a lucky win last night, didn't they, against uh, poor old Burnley. We're waiting for Vinny, Vinny's team to to get some points on the board and not do too well, obviously. And United, uh, a scorching goal, I believe, uh, from one of their guys. Uh, I'm not sure who it is. I'm not that interested. But, uh, yeah, it's interesting. And Newcastle, i say with that 8-0 win, they'll, they'll be up there. But, yeah. Uh, Interesting. As long as we're top mate, I don't really care that much about the others. Uh, let's let's keep winning, and no one will catch us then, will they? Yeah. Just a, a final point for for uh, uh, Ray um, uh, Burnley. Burnley with uh, Vincent Company. Now they look so promising in that, in that first game. That certainly that we played them, um, but they're they're hanging on by. By the the, the 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 tiny nails of their of their teeth, but I thought they would do a lot better. Nails of their teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, Professor. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, Burnley. I tell you, I, I watched just a, a little bit of that game yesterday. At the end, during the last minute of injury time. It's all in the probably in the last thirty to forty seconds, and they're passing the ball around the back, and they're losing. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? <laughs> you know, at some point you've got to be pragmatic. You can't just be passing it around, waiting for the final. What's you've got to launch it, <laughs> you've got to go for it. Uh, disappointing. I'm, you know, this obviously something not quite right. Maybe that they'll flick a switch, and it, you know, whatever their their plans will come to fruition. And they'll get it right, but right now, yeah, they, they don't look good. But I, I think Vincent, Vincent will have them round. He'll sort it out, and if he needs to, I'm sure he can speak to Pep for some advice. Mm -hmm. Okay, Bernard, what's next for Man City? Well, I'm up there for the first time since the 1980s. I've not been there to Old St James's Park, but I'll be up there on Wednesday night as we go for the third round of the Carabao Cup. I think it'll be a very interesting lineup for both teams. Uh, Especially City, he did say get the kids in Pep, didn't he? But I doubt it very much. I think I think if you look at the bench yesterday, there's half your team uh, for Wednesday night straight away. Uh, obviously, we may we may have someone else back, but uh, it still looks a bit dubious for people like Kovacic. But uh, it'll be an interesting game, and I'm, I'm predicting a draw for this one. It'll go to penalties because I think both teams have got bigger fish to fry. Both teams. I think Newcastle might be slightly stronger, but hopefully we, we can we can hold out and at least get a result and take it to penalties. But uh, yeah, I don't think Pep's overly worried about the Carabao at the, at the moment. I think it's been, what, two years now we've not really done much in it. And I think this might be a third year we're not going to do very much in it. And 
to be honest with you, because Newcastle have got big games coming up as well. They play, um, I think they play Burnley this week after us, and then they play PSG next week. And obviously, with getting a draw in Milan last week, uh, they'll be up for that. So I don't think they're good. I don't think Mr. Eddie Howe's going to play the strongest of teams either for this one. So it will be a bit be interesting. I just hope we put a better performance in than. When I went down to Southampton last season, that was abysmal performance against an half-decent Southampton team. I just thought we put in a performance for the 5,000 or so City fans that are making the trip up. Would you agree with that, Ray? Absolutely. Perfect. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah monosyllabic from uh, Ray as you'd expect but anyway well, guys listen oh, no 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 alright Bernard said everything that needed to be said what else can I add all I can say is ditto or agreed yeah no 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 I'm, I'm not arguing with that nearly, but listen guys the nail is firmly hit upon the head there's nothing more to say or do. Can I, can I just ask Ray and, and Mike? I mean, obviously, you look at the City squad. There's no, there's no kids in it now. We don't tend to have any kids on the bench. We have goalkeepers on the bench, don't we? Uh, is he, is he going to parachute in any of the under twenty threes for this that are not in the first team squad? That'd be Calvin Phillips, Sergio not, Gomez, maybe. Not there in the first team squad. I'm talking about anyone outside of that. Oscar Bob, man squad. Wait, wait, Oscar Bob is with the first team. Yeah, I'm who else is there? I mean, I can't think of anyone who would do any names that can parachute in. So when Pep said he's is, playing the kids, did he mean he's playing the less experienced first team as rather than the kids? The thing is, no. You see, that's the, that's the funny thing because um, there was a, a city uh, team lineup. You know, not not the one with the Labrador and the and the and the charity shield uh, uh, thing that we saw that made us all laugh, but. Um, they put the whole city squad up for a photo, and the only person that I couldn't uh, name was like the one on the far left, which apparently was Oscar Bob. So um, I'm still not familiar with that guy. Okay, I'm awake now, so I'm going to ask you this question because um, I wasn't before. Um, okay, I'm mostly for Bernard, but I'm going to rattle some names off, and you tell me how many of these you've heard of. This is EDS. I don't know many of these players. I've always known a lot of the EDS players, um, either by sight or name, or I've seen them. This is going to be interesting. True Grant. I bet you neither of you heard of True Grant. George Murray-Jones. Nope. There are keepers. Max Allain. Nope. Asaya <laughs> Adder Maskell. Is he an MMA fighter? <laughs> no. Defender. Thomas Galvez. No, sorry. Lakiel Samuel. Oh, Bernard knows him. Jama. Yeah, no, no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Jermaine. I've like, heard of him, but I don't know why. Jermaine. Jermaine Simpson Pusey. Oh, these double barreled names, guys. No. Isaac Smith. Josh no. no, no, Mika Hamilton. No, extremely very much like JMR Simpson Pusey. Uh, okay, let's get another one. Michael Okeke, <laughs> Nico O'Reilly. No, he's got us there. Nico O'Reilly, Mahamadou Susoho. 
Susoho, Kane Taylor, Matthew Whittingham, Jacob Wright, okay, uh, Will Dixon, Joel Ndala, Justin Obwavwodu, and one I have. Oh, he lives. He, he lives around the corner. Behave. Well, the one I've heard of, <laughs> Ty Sodji, or Sodji. Ty Sodji. <laughs> no, but that's what we, we 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 don't. We've had him in the past, haven't we? But it's funny, isn't it? How we you get the you know you just it's not even three or four of them. We really know that very well, and so Pep's limited as to what exactly he can do as far as playing kids are concerned. Because I think when he said he plays the kids, he was just uh, trying to throw it out there. But yeah. he knows himself, he can't. Well, three years ago, you'd have all heard of, well, if you're following City, Liam Dunlap. Cole mm -hmm. Patton. Mm -hmm. Tim. Mm -hmm. You've heard of all mm -hmm. of them. Uh, okay. Um, Callum Doyle, you've heard of. Maybe Fitlitzer. Finley Burns, uh, turn that off. Um, you'd have heard of Luke and Betty, hmm. defender. You'd have heard of him, Bernard, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. Um, Alex Robertson, I've heard of him. Uh, so what you're what, what are you saying, Ray? What are you saying? Because I've not heard any of the current, <laughs> yes, I've not heard of them. The guys who are around, I've not heard of them. And actually, I mean, maybe it's partly because I don't watch as much, and, and maybe I watched a bit more football in lot, uh, lockdown because you had so little else to do so I watched more of the, the games that were going on and you, you, you're more aware of the academy and EDS I even use some of the EDS sorry the academy players so EDS is under 23s and academy is what, under 18s or whatever I knew some of them I don't know anybody now I've looked through the list of um, academy players I do not know a single one it was Heskey well, sorry it was Heskey Heskey? Well, we had one of the Heskies on the books. Maybe a younger His age son. group. Emil's son. Maybe a younger age group, but I, yeah, I can't. Okay. It. Just, it just rings a bell that we had a Heskey playing for us, but I didn't know what age group. Yeah, so we haven't got a lot of... We were never high soul names, but we haven't got players I've heard of, which, you know, is, is a little bit of a surprise. Yeah, you know why? Because they're all sons and grandsons of Manchester United players who've sent them to our academy um, to try to get, you know. Well, the Fletcher twins have gone back to United. They were Darren Fletcher's kids. Um, they've gone back to United at age 16. I think we got £625,000 uh, for each of them. Um but yeah, so it's going to be interesting. I, I honestly don't see us making a ton of changes. Three or four is what I reckon. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe All right. start, maybe Calvin will start. Uh, maybe Sergio, but I don't. I can't see Oscar Bob and Sergio Gomez starting. I think I don't see Pep changing too many. All right, all right, lads. Well, that'll do us. That's about seventy minutes, and. Uh, you, you're owed it because we've been uh, uh, BFTB has been off off the planet for the last couple of weeks. But anyway, um, let's What's let's that? just um, <laughs> let let's just get, give the final thoughts uh, to the guys as we sign off. And uh, let's start off with Bernard. Bernard, final thoughts. Yeah, a bit. I say, well, I think we were happy. I think we're all a bit down on Rodri. Of course, we could all clap hands and cheer him off the pitch, which I didn't. 
because uh, I think he's a very silly boy, but as I don't think he's ever been, I don't think he's been sent off before, has he, Ray, from what I remember? I don't think so. No, no I don't think so. Never happened before. He didn't need to do it. Of course he didn't. I mean, the, the old Gibbs White guy, just, just, you know, just, just laugh at him. That's, you know, rather than, <laughs> I mean, he was about, you know, he's about, what, a foot smaller, wasn't he? What's the point of that? It doesn't make you look big and clever, does it? But, uh, yeah, so I think we're all happy, but just a bit, a bit, a bit tainted, a bit tainted by old Rodders. But uh, Rodders was a bit of a plonker, isn't he? That's what we're saying. Old, old, Rod, old Rodders, he was a bit of a plonker on this. And uh, uh, let's, uh, we'll get through. We've got a good team. As I say, we've got some great players who are, you know, stepping up. Who've, we've got players who've come into this team and, and stepping up. And I think everything looks really good at the moment. I'm quite happy with how we're playing. And I think we've, we can uh, look forward to a... Um, a good three games before the international break, and let's let's get uh, through to the next round of the cup and uh, six more points in the league. That'll do for me. Absolutely. And guess what, guys? Um, final thoughts from Ray, and Ray is going to tell you who is going to be the next Man City captain because that's what they're going to be voting for uh, before we come back. So Ray will Ray will give you his opinion on that. We've got five leaders. It's going to be Kyle Walker. And that's it. He's, he's current captain. Now. Really? It's not going to be Ruben Diaz? No chance. Well, chance, but Oh, not really? Carl Walker. Okay. He's senior yeah. Uh, okay. Well, um, I was going to let Ray have the last word, but I'm just going to go over to Bernard for that particular point. Bernard, who is going to be the next city captain? As Ray said to, before to what I said, I totally agree. What race? Kyle Walker, the, <laughs> the guy who spit the guy who spits water up into the air six feet. That's going to be our captain. Yep. Yes, I was. Uh, I would honestly say I wasn't happy with the second half yesterday, the, the defensive game. But uh, yeah, he's, for that pass back to Foden, I, I think he deserves a captaincy just just for that. Because no way on earth did I think he was going to uh, pass that one. I thought he was going to smack it with all his might in towards the goal or into the roll Z, whichever it was. But uh, yeah. Yeah, I agree with Ray. I think yeah, Walker's a shoo-in until obviously KDB comes back because obviously, but he's not. We're going to swap then. I'm not too sure. Perhaps uh, Walker could be dropped by then. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> okay, on that bombshell, on that bombshell, guys. I was expecting both of the guys to go for Ruben Diaz, but they they obviously disagree with me as they always do. But uh, let's finish off uh, right here. Uh, thank you very very much for listening. Uh, we'll be back with you after the next game. And so until then, we'll finish off in the normal way by saying, have one on us and up the blues. Up oh, oh, the super oh, blues. Up oh, the blues. Sorry, guys, I was really tired. I did fall asleep a couple of times. Well, you livened up when we're talking EDS. That's all that we can ask. <laughs> <laughs> guys, you really, don't, you really don't think Ruben Diaz is going to be the captain? Nope. No, it doesn't mean we don't want him to be captain. It's just, it's just that we look at what's happening and, and think about what's going on. He's one oh, of okay. The five okay. He's one of the Common five sense, leaders. Mike. He's just, just looking at it with, uh, with uh, an eye of what's going on. I mean, it's not, not rocket science. It's not just because we might want it to be Ruben Diaz, and it should be, but it, it doesn't make, you know, it doesn't always. Follow, I, I just it? thought he was, he was a little bit less controversial, maybe. Well, you know, I can no. see, I can, for instance, like I said there, I know I said it jokingly, but Walker could easily be dropped and Lewis become a regular again well before uh, anything else happens. So he's not going to be captain anyway, he won't be on the pitch half the time, but uh, that's just how it is. <laughs> yeah, maybe. 
maybe. All right, guys, that'll do us. That's fantastic. Thank you very much. I really appreciate that. Right, Ray, if Ray can get that through before he falls asleep. I'll get it done. Don't worry. I'm about, <laughs> right, guys. I, I am about to fall asleep. All right, lads. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys. Just, guys take care.